you get upset or challenging things happen, start thinking, is that going to matter in five years? And if it's not, just let it go. The power of letting go. I don't know if you're going to see this voice, my mom. I thought I was happy. Are, are you happy? I'm not happy at all. The question is, are you happy? I'm the happiest I've ever been happy? right now. P.S. Be the person who you'd want to meet. Because somebody needs you. Welcome to Are You Happy? The Happy Hour. Oh, welcome everyone to a very special episode of Are You Happy Hour. We have an awesome guest here with us today. Could you tell our listeners all about you? Uh, hi, everyone. So my name is Lori Huertas. Um, I am the author of a children's book author of the book Papa Scooter, A Legacy of Love. I'm also co-author of a book called The Christian Therapist Notebook. I am a proud army mom. I have two beautiful grandchildren as well. Um, I have my master's in counseling and I'm, I'm finishing my doctorate in educational leadership. Um, born in New York, raised in Puerto Rico. So that's the, the quick bio, Vanessa. <laughs> Lori, are you happy? You know what? I, in the midst of my grief, I can honestly say that I'm happy and more more than happy, Vanessa, I could say I'm grateful and I really correlate personally happiness with gratitude. And I'm I'm so grateful that I had an amazing father, that God blessed me with the extra year of life with him um, and that those traits. And I took pictures of my dad with all of his great grandchildren. So one day I could talk to them about him and they could see pictures. Oh, wow. He held us. Um, and so I'm happy because God used me to bring my dad happiness his last year of life. And if you could share a message with the world, whether it's something general or something about grief, anything at all, what would that message be? To tell people that you love them every day, to live each day as it's the last. Before you say or do something, think of how you want to be remembered. And when you get upset or challenging things happen, start thinking, is that going to matter in five years? And if it's not, just let it go. The power of letting go. After you mentioned that you had written uh, the book about your father, I wanted to go and take a look at it and also just kind of learn about you. So I did read that you had authored other books and that you have, you know, background as far as military and then also, you know, in your work as well, your professional work, your graduate work, so much there. And, and it's amazing and very impressive. So congrats to you on all of those amazing achievements. What, what was it like writing this book that was so personal for you? Yeah, so um, a couple years ago, both of my parents were diagnosed with cancer. First, my mom. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer, which converted to metastasis. And then afterwards, my father was diagnosed within a couple of months, actually, um, with lymphoma. Um, my mom passed away um, around Mother's Day um, the year before. And um, 
then my dad recently passed away. Um, when my dad, after my mom passed away, um, I was the caregiver for my dad. He was with hospice, but living with me. So the way hospice works is you have two choices. You can either put them in the place or they can live with you and they come to visit you. So he was living with me and um, the nurse and the music therapist and everybody would come to my home. Um, and I was trying to work um, remote from the house so that I could be with him and really wanted him to be remembered. Um, when my mom passed away, my amazing son came to visit us at the time we were living in Florida. Um, and he brought my, um, my daughter-in-law and my grandson. And my dad had a scooter because when my dad was first, um, when he first got really bad and he first had his round of chemo, he couldn't walk. Um, he couldn't control his bowel movements. He was just going through a lot. And then little by little, um, and I'm no nurse by no means. I have no medical background, but just praying to God and, and just asking for wisdom and trying to use humor as medicine, just trying to love on my dad. I was able to finally get him towards the end. He was walking with a walker, but before he made it to the walker, I got him a scooter because he was getting depressed because he missed my mom. They had been married for 53 years. It was the love of his life. They have a beautiful love story. And so um, I got him the scooter so that he could get around. And when my son came to visit, when my, after my mom passed away, I noticed that my father was riding around in the scooter holding my grandson, which is his great grandson, giving him advice about life, just talking to him like, you know, it's important to be kind and this. And that's where I got the idea of the book, Papa Scooter, A Legacy of Love. Um, and I really worked on trying to get it published as quick as possible. I found the illustrator, thank God. And my goal and my prayer was that my dad would get to see it in life. And if not, that he would... Um, you know that he would be remembered so it's here so i know that the listeners can't see it but you can see it <laughs> and then i have a picture of him in the back holding Aww. my grandson yeah and so um it really um was a way for me to honor my dad and i'm grateful that he got to see it yeah it sounds like an amazing book and i look forward to reading it because i'm going to get a coffee because it sounds awesome i mean it touches on so many different subjects it touches on family it touches on you know things that you should really hold dear it touches on uh i believe it mentions um military as well was that was that correct yeah well so my so he always has um the army hat on because he he's so proud of my son and even though my dad never served um, my my grandfather, which was my mom's dad, was in the army. Um, but my son being in the army and being an officer, my dad was just always so proud of him. So he always wore the hat. Um, and so the book um, also touches on the fact that the real doctor in life is God, because my dad, when he um, after he had his first round of chemo, they they said that he only had like a couple of weeks to live. Um, they had that's when they had suggest, suggested hospice. And I prayed, I prayed for a miracle. And I remember talking to my dad and I remember both of us agreeing that God was the real doctor and God was the one that was going to say how long my dad was going to live. My dad lived a year, a, a year longer than what the doctors said, the medical doctors said with no chemo. Um, and so the, the book just really touches on that, you know, and on the power of God and prayer and love and um, family. And like you say, just those um, those core values. My dad's favorite TV shows were Andy Griffith, like, you know, which is like old school, but just pure um, values of family. 
Yeah, for sure. Now, I just want to give everyone a, a brief context uh, of how we got to be here yes. right now. So initially, you reached out to Are You Happy uh, via Instagram. You sent a message in that said, I would like you to interview my father. If you know he had, he's terminal with cancer, if he's no longer here, I would like you to interview me. And that in itself was huge. There were so many emotions there. And possibly because I've, I've had loss in our family with cancer. And, and so it, it really resonated, but I understand the meaning and, and the very profound act of memorializing someone and, and sharing them with the world even after they're gone. It's so important. And so I, I wanted to be sure that, that we talked to, you know, both of you or you, if, if that was the case that he wasn't here. So we're very sorry for your loss. I think that what you've done with, with that book and, and memorializing him, you know, putting his values out there and I guess remnants of him still in this world, even after he's gone, I think that that's exceptional. Have you received a lot of, of uh, feedback uh, from your book and, and from people all over that have read it and have been inspired by him? Yeah, so um, I got a lot of feedback specifically from hospice. Um, they they actually put it in their office so that they could share it with other families. Um, I've had teachers use it. I've had families use it as an opportunity to read to read with their children and just talk to them about life and and really the power of leaving a legacy. Um, I just um, I remember I used to be a teacher and I taught high school and I remember when I taught my seniors that there was a book that I used called A Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren and they had to I made them journal about it at first they were so upset because they all had senioritis and they were like why are we doing this and every every day I would have a little quote on the board or a comment about legacy and how do you want to be remembered in this world and I used to play that song by Nicole Nordeman there's a song called Legacy and I used to play it over and over and talk to them about it and so I just feel that um, with this book when people read it to their children that's just an important concept um we live in an age where everybody's so focused on social media i recently deactivated my facebook just because i wanted a break it wasn't about anybody but other than me wanting to just um, take a break from social media spend more time in nature walking around um and and just focusing on people and 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 other things in life that are important that when how do you want to be remembered that that concept so for yourself how how did legacy and being remembered and and just like the idea of making sure that you live your life accordingly how did all of that become so important to you was that through your father or through other things around you um Honestly, I think um, after my mom passed away, it was a combination of my mom and my dad um, and then hearing stories from people um, and then the importance of, of legacy and, and how people are remembered. And just my master's is in counseling psychology. And um, I think I get sometimes over analytical with things like even before this um, this interview, I was getting a little emotional. Um, there's a there's a it's so I was also adjunct professor, I taught psychology and my goal is to teach that full time when I'm done with my doctorate. But there's a movie that I used to share with my students called Inside Out. 
And even though people think, oh, it's a cartoon, but there's a lot of research that went into that movie with the motions. Um, it was by Pixar. And the most powerful part of that movie, Vanessa, is the end. And it is um, where the, the little girl is having trouble, like sharing her emotions and really like opening up. And in the movie, when you're watching it, you think like one would think that the main emotion is joy. And I used to think that, too. Um, and I never realized I, people used to say, you're happy all the time. Why are you happy all the time? You know, and it's not that I'm not happy now. Now I'm just going through a grieving process because I miss my dad was more than my dad. My dad was my best friend. He was like my hero, my role model. But um in the movie, you think joy is the main emotion and people that really can't connect with that are like, this movie's so dumb. Why is joy? Joy seems to be the main one. And at the end, it turns out that the emotion that rescues the little girl is sadness and it's sadness combined with joy. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. not until sadness and joy join together. And they do such a good job of explaining that in the movie at the end that the girl is finally able to connect with her parents and her parents are finally able to understand her and I feel like that's where I'm at like right now and I feel that even my book um, embraces both of those emotions because I feel as human beings um, I know that your podcast talks about happiness but I think for true happiness you have to experience all emotions to understand to value what true happiness is it's not until you experience all those other emotions that you realize that in order to be happy you have to have peace and in order to have peace you need to embrace those emotions in a healthy way that is an excellent film and yes it was very well done and there is so much within that film that that we don't really think about up front but when you watch it and you really watch it you can see all of these these areas that are touched on that are so integral i agree that it's important for us to experience and embrace that sadness and and those dark times because they are what make you appreciate the beauty and the intricacies of joy and and happiness so yeah i totally agree Previous episodes of the podcast, you have um, Afe, who who started Are You Happy? And also some of his guests who uh, discuss the exact same thing, that without having been through the dark, they cannot see the light. Or without having experienced, you know, all of these hardships, you know, they would not be as happy because they're, they're not as grateful as they are now, having been through all of that. So it's it's kind of interesting that you bring that up today because I've been listening to our, our old uh, episodes as of like early this morning and just kind of working up just, you know, and, and that was a, a reoccurring theme was, was exactly that. Uh, being appreciative and, and recognizing that, you know, it is not 100% happiness all the time. It's, you're not born that way. <laughs> it's, you know, a series of experience and, and it's very subjective for everyone. So thank you so much for sharing that. Your dad, thank you, by the way, for sending the videos and the pictures that really helped to kind of get to know him. He seems like such a funny, very nice <laughs> man. And it was adorable to see him play the guitar and and to see you interact with him in a very you could tell that the love was there. So thank you so much for sharing those. Um, what can you tell me about you know his his life and how his upbringing affected yours and that he instilled particular values that he grew up with? 
Yeah, um, thanks for asking that. So all of that really became came to light recently. So my dad had two wishes with his ashes. He had wanted half to go to Puerto Rico um, to be with his mom. He wanted them to be in a coffee can because he had seen that movie Bucket List with Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson. And he, he wanted it to be in a coffee can, but it had to be Cafe Bustelo because he's Puerto Rican and he's so proud of his Puerto Rican coffee, right? So I had told the family about that part of his wish. And some of his family was like, oh, I don't think that's a good idea because he was going to go in the, and he is, um, in the cemetery family plot where my grandma is. And there's other people in there and just like, you know, bugs. And, and they were like, we don't think that's a good idea. So what I ended up doing, and I think I sent you a picture, is I ordered an urn. I had the urn personalized. So the, the urn is made out of marble. And then on the front, they put a picture of the Cafe Busquero. And it was an old logo that I found that says was here with a heart. And I put I put his name. Um, so in bringing that 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 those ashes to Puerto Rico, um, where my dad was born and raised, um, reconnecting with his family. So he he had eleven brothers and sisters. Um, there is only one brother alive and two sisters left of all of his brothers and sisters. Um, he grew up in a small town called Cialis. Beautiful. Um, I think one of the I live in Tennessee, and I think one of the reasons I'm so in love with where I live is because it reminds me of that area where my dad was. Very nature, lots of trees, lots of mountains. And so when I went to bring the ashes, I was able to um, reconnect and remember some of the things that my dad told me growing up. He was very poor. He was so poor that he almost didn't graduate from high school because they used to share share shoes. The mm -hmm. boys only had a couple amount of shoes. And if it wasn't your shoe day, you couldn't go to high school. And he almost had enough absences to not graduate. But then he was able to graduate. My great, he talks about he was telling me, like, I heard so many stories from him because I had that last year with him that he was just really telling me like um, a lot of things like his middle name was after his grandmother. I didn't knew that he's Antonio. He was named after his grandmother, Antonia. I never knew that. Um, he was saying how when he graduated from high school, his mom was poor, but because everyone in the town loved her, she was such a giving woman um, that she even in the midst of them being per poor and she, I think she only had elementary school education and she fell in love with my grandfather when they were like 15. I mean, I don't know. They were really young, 12, 13, 14. Um, because back then that's what you did. Um, she, she used to always invite people over to eat. I always remember when I was at her house that there was always strangers there. She was, hey, did you eat? Come on over, eat. Even if she had to give them her plate of food, she would do that. Um, and so that is, those are the values that my dad was raised with. My dad was the type of person that would take off his shirt to help anybody. Um, and his coping mechanism, he always taught me, even when my mom got sick, was humor. So he was always cracking jokes, but he would always tell me how that was therapy. Like, like we can't always focus on being sad. So using humor 
as um, a coping mechanism is something that I hope to continue to do. And I think honestly, Vanessa, I was doing really good at that until my dad passed away. <laughs> I was like, for some reason, I think I ha- I'm like in a little, um, I'm more in the sadness spot right now, but hopefully I'll be able to, you know, embrace that, that one. Um, he also talks about the value of family. Like he used to tell me how for Christmas, because they were poor, they would all get a quarter and an egg. And they would get so excited and they would take that quarter and they'd go to the store and they'd buy candy. And then they would go to the river because they had a river in Cialis where he's from. And then they would all eat the egg and they would joke around. And those are like the fond memories that he has of family. So that concept of um, it's not about what you get like material wise. It's who is with you um, and who can you um, love on. Mm hmm. And so uh, when you were growing up, did you see a lot of that within within your household? A lot of that humor, a lot of that love, a lot yes. of giving. Yes, this- yes, yes. And next weekend, I'm going to see some cousins, which are my my dad's nephews. So they're they're both children of my dad's youngest brother who passed away. And all of my cousins, which are all of my dad's nieces and nephews, like they all consider my dad their favorite uncle. I'm not saying that because he's my dad, but like all of their memories, like when my dad passed away, I was like, tell me a memory of him. And they're all of him cracking jokes. I remember when he told me this joke. I remember when he told me that joke or I remember when he gave me money or I remember when he did this or like he walked and after he left, he he, like slipped me a 20 and said, don't worry, everything's going to be okay." Um, Just that type of um, really pure hearted um, soul. Mm hmm. And so have you carried that tradition of, of love within your immediate family with your kids? Yes. So I have one son and I have my two grandsons and yes, like every opportunity. And um, I'm always thinking about them when I'm out and, and just really um, my daughter-in-law, she's very artistic and she takes great pictures. And when she posts pictures, just seeing them happy makes me happy. And I'm always trying to think of ways to, um, you know, contribute to make everyone happy. That's awesome. So you had mentioned that you're, you're in your sad period with dealing with your, your father's passing for you. What does that look like as far as how you're working through that or, or how you, you cope? Like what are some mechanisms that you use to kind of get yourself through day to day? Yeah. So just started going back to the gym. So I started cycling. So definitely exercise nature walks, um, I started recently kayaking near waterfalls. That has been very therapeutic. Prayer is probably the number one thing. Um, I talk to my parents, not in a crazy way, but just like in a remembrance type way. Um, I listen to music. And so I listen to, um, I call it angelic music. So you can Google um, or YouTube and angel music and it's like spa instrumental. I play that in my home. I listen to candles. Um, I journal um, and and just try to remember the positive times. My uh, son, he, he lost his biological mom to cancer. And so one of the things that helped 
for us was to take all of her poetry because you're so right and that you learn so many things about these people after they're gone that you didn't know some some toward the end but a lot after the fact when when they're gone and one thing that we learned was that she wrote a lot of poetry a lot and there were like folders and journals so much it had never been published and so I took it upon myself to uh, start typing it up and putting it on a blog just so that way it could be out there and it could be published somewhere. And so in that way, you know, we're honoring her by putting her work out there and leaving it for other people to read. When you lose someone, you see signs everywhere. It's everywhere. And and I've always taken it as that person is 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 looking at you and saying, hey, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here or hey, I love you. D- does that yeah. happen for you? Yeah. So first of all, I think that's beautiful what you did with your son's biological mom. And please share the um, blog with me because I love to read it. What I did is I recorded my dad singing. And so I have a CD with him singing a bunch of songs and I'm going to and I shared that with his family. And so I did something a little different. But as far as the signs. Yeah. So two, I see them every day, every day with music. And but one of the signs that I can share is that the day after um, he passed away, I was in my room and I was crying. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I heard something outside my window on my bedroom and I looked and there were two red cardinals like there and not to say that there's not cardinals in Tennessee but they're not normally in my neighborhood let alone like on my windowsill they were singing and I felt that that was my mom and dad together so I felt like that was like a confirmation that they were together and then um, I went to go visit my grandchildren um, a couple weeks later and a butterfly like huge flew right in front of my car. Um, and so things like that are um, and songs that go on the radio like I, so when my before my dad passed away, I had asked him what his bucket list was and we started checking it off and many of the things included visiting certain people. So I traveled with him to see those people so he could get his goodbyes. But one of them was to go to Dollywood where yeah. Dolly. Dolly Parton, because my mom loved Dolly Parton. So my dad wanted to do my mom's bucket list because my mom never got to do those things. And she never got to meet my grandchildren, unfortunately, even though I feel like she's their guardian angel. But so we went to Dollywood and that whole thing was full of signs, like the whole trip. Like the the biggest thing was that I used to get my dad when I would when we would go travel in the hotel rooms, handicap room so that he could use the shower with the bars and all that good stuff because he couldn't hold himself up that well. And when I booked the hotel, I forgot to ask for that. So when we're driving there, I'm like, Dad, I'm so sorry. I forgot to ask for the handicap room. When we check in, I'll tell the guy and see if there like an opening or whatever. So when we go to check in, I tell the guy, I said, look, I know this is last minute um, and I should have said it before, but by any chance, do you have a handicap room? And he said, you know, someone called here um, about an hour ago and said for us to give you a handicap room. And I was like, who? He's like a lady. I don't know who. And nobody knew we were staying at that hotel. So coincidence, maybe, but (laughs) I don't know. That's kind of (laughs) weird. Quite the long distance call there. (laughs) And then the hotel was, my mom loved butterflies. The hotel was surrounded by butterflies. Like the room was the bedspreads, the the walls, everything. And my mom's favorite songs were playing in the hallway when we were walking, like songs from the forties and fifties, not like common songs. Mm -hmm. So 
Yes, I 100% agree and believe in signs. That's I don't know if it's, my, if it's my comfort way to feel of connecting with them, you know, to know that they're okay, but I believe it. I believe in it. Yeah, definitely. I I couldn't say one way or the other either, but I, I just think it's amazing. I think it's just awesome when you have those instances where something happens or or somebody reminds you or says something or you hear something. It's just the most beautiful thing. And, and you can't help but be thankful, even though they make you a little bit sad, right? They they make you tear up and they they make you miss that person beyond belief. But they're just so beautiful to know that, you know, at some point during your life that you're living and things are busy, that something just steps in and says, Hey, you know, I'm still here or Hey, I'm, I'm here for you. So that's just really, that's wonderful. My son, I asked him a question cause he lives with me. He's 18. He's about to move out. He's so proud, but <laughs> he, I asked him a question because I said, you know what? I want to ask something from him to you because having lost his, you know, one of his parents, you know, there, there's something there's something there as far as like a connection for children having lost their parents. There's something that that you both understand that I don't yet. Right. So I asked him, hey, you know, son, if you could ask Lori a question about loss and her parent, what would you ask? And he said to ask you, has the loss of your father affected your life and how? Like, how has that changed your life? Yes, it's definitely changed my life. Um, it's really caused me to um, embrace simplicity. And um, it, it's, it's really, um, I think like what you're talking about, like of my dad's traits, it's really caused me to contemplate on um, what values of my dad do I want to make sure that I continue that I um, my dad was a hard worker he worked at his company for 40 years he was very um, well loved by his customers and and that trait of being a hard worker and giving a hundred percent at the job um, those are other traits that I hope to um, continue on with thank you so much for answering that he will definitely like to hear the response. So <laughs> is there anything else that you would like to share with the audience about your father or anything at all? To, to not be afraid to um, talk about it and not be afraid to cry um, that those it's, it's okay to embrace all of your emotions. Awesome. Well, Lori, it's been such a pleasure to meet you and we will share the information on your book in our bio for this episode because it would be amazing for people to be able to read that book as well. Thank you so much for meeting with me and responding. I know it, it was a long time in between re responses, but we wanted to be sure that we respond to every message. Thank you so much. And um, it sounds like, you, you know, you're doing a lot of great things with your son as well. So it was an honor to meet you as well. Thank you. And I look forward to, you know, seeing you as a psychologist and revolutionizing <laughs> psychology. I think that's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Mr. Jose Antonio Huertas. Mr. Huertas passed away in June of 2022. His daughter, Lori Marie Huertas, who wrote a book about her father. The book is called Papa Scooter, A Legacy of Love. Miss Huertas requested that we read the afterword from the book. So here we go. 
The desire for human interaction is a part of our inner being. I remember hearing a story about Mother Teresa. One day, they brought her a widow. This man had lost his wife and daughter in a car accident. Mother Teresa prayed with the man. She then asked him, What are you going to do with all of that love? The man asked, What love? She replied, The love you used to give your family. He shrugged his shoulders. She looked at him with eyes of compassion and said, Go share your heart with others. May you remember that your kindness to others always makes a difference. So in addition to sharing passages of her book, Lori has actually donated a copy of Papa Scooter to one of our listeners. So comment on this episode, whether it's on our podcast uh, platform via Anchor or if it's in our Instagram. It could be Are You Happy Instagram or Are You Happy Podcast Instagram. Just write the words Papa Scooter as your comments and we will enter you in the raffle for Papa Scooter, A Legacy of Love book. You can uh, see a copy of the book on our um, podcast description as well as the link to Amazon where it's currently located. Uh, But again, somebody can win a beautiful copy of Papa Scooter, A Legacy of Love to have forever and cherish. It is beautiful. It is a great read and it is just something that is incredibly timeless and full of awesome wisdom. So you are hereby challenged to enter the raffle for this amazing book, which will be shipped to you. Thank you guys so very much for joining us here today on Are You Happy Hour? See you next time. The Are You Happy Hour and Are You Happy Hotline are brought to you by Are You Happy Podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media such as Instagram and subscribe via your favorite podcast platform. Are You Happy, the docuseries, can also be found on social media such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See you guys next time for another wonderful episode of Are You Happy, the Happy Hour. Happy Hour.